0: Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. Big hug to all of y'all. I want to show you this clip here. I made a comment yesterday in my reporting on this show. And I saw a comment, maybe a comment or two, that James, if there are UFOs and aliens and they have been caught and their biological remains are somewhere, then that is important. That is very, very important news. Okay. Before I comment on it, let me show you this clip from the hearing before the House Oversight and Accountability Subcommittee hearing on UFOs. Oh, you know how they play the language game. They're no longer unidentified, unidentified flying objects or UFOs. They're now UAPs, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Let me tell you, let me uh, play this uh, minute, minute and a half clip with Mr. Grush or know Grush now it's pronounced, and then we'll break it down.
1: Intelligent extraterrestrials.
2: Something I can't discuss in public setting.
1: Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? Um, Okay, so, and and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either, what agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there?
2: I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those.
1: And, and how soon can we get that list?
2: I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing.
1: Super. Thank you. And I yield back.
0: All right, let's talk about the messenger here, David Grush. Grush, I don't know how his name is pronounced. G-R-U-S-C-H. Now, he's come out saying, it's been a couple years that he's been out on the scene saying that there is information about these UFOs and these extraterrestrials. And you heard there that they have some biological remains of non-humans. First of all, most of his claims are secondhand. So he's whistleblowing on things that he has heard. And he's claimed that people have been killed because they have shared information with him. But here is where I get a little distrustful. Uh, David Grush, uh, he's a former intelligence officer. Supposedly not with NSA or CIA from what my investigation uh, could find, but he was with uh, the NGA, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, and the NRO, the National Reconnaissance Office. But we have a an intelligence official who is giving testimony of third party of what other people have said. And this hearing is right during the time that Hunter and Joe Biden's crimes are coming to light big time. I don't know. Just call me, just, just call me suspicious on, on the timing of that. That's all I got to say about that. Just thought I'd address that. Now, let's get into what I consider and uh, forgive me if you disagree with me Some more substantial news in the form of what I was talking about yesterday that we had this big Hunter Biden plea deal news going on and Neil Cavuto and Fox Business wanted to concentrate on UFOs or UAPs, whatever they want to call them now. Okay, so this is what we have on the latest when it comes to Hunter Biden. uh, He's got conditions of release. I mean, I'm talking about He has to get a job, submit to drug testing, and the whole bit. Let's get into this. So what you're seeing here are the conditions of release for Hunter Biden, who pleaded not guilty yesterday. He was going to plead guilty under this plea deal, but now he's pleaded not guilty. And these are the conditions of what Hunter Biden is required to do. If he doesn't do them, if he does not comply with any part of the order, he could be immediately arrested. So let's look at these. Hunter is required to not possess a firearm, not use or possess any controlled substances, including marijuana, unless prescribed. He must submit to full federal supervision. No use of alcohol at all. Seek active employment. He must get a job. Submit to testing for prohibited substances. So he must have periodic drug tests, and he must participate in substance abuse therapy. Now, what are the penalties for violating these things? Immediate issuance of an arrest warrant, revocation of release, forfeiture of bond, and prosecution for contempt of court. Do you think think you'll be able to abide by these things? And if he doesn't, do you think they'll actually arrest him of course not. They only swat and go after people like Roger Stone or raid people like President Trump. Now, it seems like this judge, Mary Ellen uh, Narika is a lot more fair than others. Once again, she was a registered Democrat and uh, she got put on the bench by President Trump. Now, of course... If you're complaining or looking into Hunter Biden, you are a heartless bastard because Joe Biden is, you know, he's a victim because of his son and his drug problems. That's what they want you to believe.
1: What what accusations and arguments do you think they're going to make, given this didn't go exactly as planned today? Well, they're going to keep doing what they've been doing. Um, They are going to try to indict a father for loving his son who has been addicted to drugs and or alcohol and without evidence of the father doing anything other than loving that son.
0: As you can see there, Jen Psaki is still playing propagandist for the Biden regime, the Biden regime, which, of course, is illegitimate because Joe Biden did not win, nor the popular vote nor the Electoral College in 2020. It was rigged and stolen on his behalf. So you have, I mean, look at the, the, the lower thirds, look at the currents here. Two-tiered justice, DOJ independence in the Trump era versus the Biden era. I mean, these people, no self-awareness. And then they, they get Claire McCaskill, uh, a former Democrat senator, to say, oh, it's just, he's loving his son The guy is a grown ass man older than me, a grown ass man older than me. And oh, we're supposed to just be like, oh, he's such a victim. But not care about the actual human trafficking victims that Hunter Biden has used and abused for his sick, deviant proclivities, for his randiness, for his horniness, for his drug riddled, and addicted sickness. We're supposed to feel sorry for him. But man, I mean, look at that. This is MSNBC totally tone deaf saying two-tiered justice. But hey, the uh, the lack of self-awareness or the irony doesn't end there. Check check this out. Th- this one is absolutely crazy. MSNBC's Mehdi Hassan is angry that Fox News is covering the Hunter Biden scandal or that they, they did yesterday so much. And they, uh, it looks like they're, they're doing some follow-up coverage of it today. He um, looks like Aaron Rupert tweeted out, Hunter Biden has already been mentioned at least 104 times this morning on Fox News and Fox Business according to Transcript Search. It's not 10 a.m. Eastern yet. Well, I don't know. Maybe because they're journalists and that's the biggest. The Sun of the supposed sitting president that got 81 million votes is going, that's major news. I mean, they would be covering it 1,400 times had it been one of the Trump children. So then Madi Hassan of MSNBC actually tweeted this in reply to Ann Rupert's uh, tweet Imagine if liberals or the Democrats had a nationwide messaging apparatus, an actual propaganda arm, which pumped out Jared Kushner's name and alleged misdeeds daily hundreds of times. Then you start to understand the messaging imbalance in this country and how GOP gets away with so much. Oh, my freaking goodness. The lack of self-awareness, the hypocrisy, the irony is off the charts. And that is what happened. Here are some of the responses. Kieran showed Mehdi Hassan's book and then showed his bio, him being at MSNBC and said, Imagine it. I mean, MSNBC that we lovingly call MSDNC for the Democratic Party propaganda and agenda that they're always pushing. Another person said, you have to be kidding, right? The left liberal Democrat bunch are the best at getting their daily talking points out. Easy to spot right here if you just follow a few and they tweet the same stuff within minutes of each other. This is some God-tier gaslighting, Mehdi. Well done. That was pretty funny. I don't have to imagine it. You're it, Pete Kramer said. They do. It's called the media even though it should be branded satire. You are part of that messaging apparatus. You get the point. But here is my favorite one. Imagine completely ignoring one of the biggest scandals in American history and still considering yourself a journalist. And then for those of you listening to this, this was put out by uh, MRC, that ABC, CBS, and NBC, a screenshot that the Trump indictment coverage got 527 minutes and the Biden-Burisma bribery coverage on ABC, CBS, and NBC got zero seconds. And then Spock brought it home by saying, hell, the media is the militant wing of the DNC. All right. Not sure if you're aware of what happened to Mitch McConnell yesterday, but we're getting some more information on that.
3: Hours after freezing up during a news conference, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell reassuring reporters about his health as he left the Capitol late Wednesday. I'm fine. The Republican would not say whether he saw a doctor, instead joking about the moment, comparing it to President Biden's trip and fall last month. Well, the president called a check on me. I told him I got sandbag. But just hours earlier, it was no laughing matter as the senator's weekly update took a troubling turn. This week has been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of That pause lasting for 19 seconds. The 81 year old McConnell apparently suffering some sort of medical episode. Okay, okay, his colleagues clearly worried. Anything else you want to say? I'm sure go back to Senator John Barrasso of Wyoming, who is also a doctor, escorted McConnell away from the podium and to his office. But just minutes later, McConnell was back at the mic, shrugging off any concerns.
0: You're fine. you're fully able
3: to yeah. do your job. It's the latest falling incident after a serious topple in March that left the top Senate Republican with a concussion and a fractured rib. That took six weeks of recovery. In 2019, McConnell had shoulder surgery after another fall. And this morning, NBC News learning McConnell tripped and fell just this month while disembarking a plane at Reagan National Airport, according to two sources familiar with the incident. And sources say the childhood polio survivor, who has always had some trouble navigating crowds and stairs, has been using a wheelchair as a precaution to help him navigate crowded airports. Now, Senator McConnell's office has been tight lipped about what caused Wednesday's incident, saying only that the senator was feeling lightheaded and pointing out that he answered
0: reporters' questions sharply after he returned. Now, what really caught my attention when I saw that was this, this NBC News Reporting that they, ABC News, refers to toward the end of that little segment I just played for you. Mitch McConnell fell recently at a D.C. airport before his news conference frees up. The Senate Republican leader, 81, has also been using a wheelchair to navigate crowded airports, said a source familiar with his, pra- with his practices. He tripped and fell disembarking from a plane over in, uh, uh, in Reagan International. Uh, he wasn't seriously hurt, but it looks like it was a faceplant. The fall, which had not been previously reported, occurred July 14th after the flight out of Washington was canceled and everyone was on board. McConnell, who was a passenger, had a, uh, did a faceplant. Someone who was on the plane at the time but did not witness the fall told NBC News. The passenger also said they spoke to another passenger who helped tend to McConnell. He's been using a wheelchair. Now, the biggest one of the biggest comments I've seen on social media about this incident is term limits. Term limits, and you notice on that little report, they they made a point that uh, you know that McConnell was joking that he and he was sharp after the incident. I don't like Mitch McConnell, but you gotta you can't compare Mitch McConnell being somewhat sharp compared to Joe Biden who hasn't been sharp. In years, very very interesting indeed. All right, since we're talking about health and we're talking about propaganda, I don't know if you're aware of this. I think it's been somewhat major news that LeBron James, the star NBA basketball player, his 18-year-old son suffered cardiac arrest. Now, it's no speculation whether he got the bioweapon masquerading as a COVID-19 vaccine because LeBron James was one of the biggest propagandists for the vaccine, saying that it was for him and his whole family, and now his 18-year-old son may have his own basketball career completely sidelined because of this incident. But don't worry, CNN is there to continue pushing the false narratives and the cover-ups of the bioweapon known as COVID-19 vaccines. The son of LeBron
2: James had a major medical emergency this week as he prepares for his first year of college basketball. 18-year-old Bronny James suffered cardiac arrest during a practice in Los Angeles on Monday. It happened at the Galen Center, home of USC Basketball, where James was preparing for his first season with the Trojans. He was taken to the hospital and was placed in the ICU. According to a statement from the James family, Bronny is now in stable condition and is out of the ICU. As Bronny starts his recovery, it's not yet known what impact the cardiac arrest will have on his quest to one day play in the NBA. Proud dad LeBron has been very supportive of his son's burgeoning basketball career and is regularly seen in the stands watching him play, even during the NBA season. He has often spoke of his desire to play one season alongside Bronny before he retires.
0: Bronny's career may now be cut short before it even starts because he pushed the bioweapon not just on himself but his family and many of his fans absolute ridiculousness but that's okay that's okay like i said cnn is on the air to do damage control for big pharma
1: a cardiac arrest in an 18 year old i mean how common is this and what are some of the first questions you have as a physician
0: Well, well, thankfully it's, it's not common, but I think it's maybe more common than people realize as well. It's not common, but it is common. Wow. You know, it's not that common, you know, you should be concerned about it, but you know, this actually happens more than you realize, man, these big pharma checks must be big, or maybe you just don't want your family killed or your children raped or kidnapped for talking against them. Remember, even President Trump warned that the scariest people were the ones we didn't know in the medical and big pharma. Food for thought. If you look sort of across the, the country uh, in any given year, maybe around 6,000 people may, may have a cardiac arrest that are young people. Um, a lot of times it's sports related in some way, 39% sports related. As people get older, 19 to 25, sports still a factor, but less so of a factor. So it it does happen. And as Natasha mentioned, it happened at USC last year. It's happened in lots of other athletes over the years. CNN uh, goes on to give as their source this organization, which I looked up. They have been around for a while called the Sudden Cardiac Arrest Foundation, They've been around since 2006, but I don't know. Let's look at something a little bit more reputable. How about Cedar sinai a few months ago, trying to get to the bottom of this? The Directorate Institute for Research on Healthy Aging in the Department of Cardiology. Recently, uh, there's a recent study as of a few months ago showing that heart attack deaths among young people have spiked in the U.S. since the start of the pandemic. Cheng Sr. and co-corresponding author of the study said that people saw nearly a 30% increase in the heart attacks over the last two years of the pandemic. A surprising finding without a clear explanation. Yeah, it's called a bioweapon masquerading as a COVID-19 vaccine. All right, folks, we'll be back with more reporting. Hang tight. Thanks for your support. Tell your friends, family, and neighbors about this show. We have no way of really promoting this right now on big platforms without your help. So spread the word. Gotta give us what we want. Uh. Gotta give us what we need. Hey, <laughs> our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We got to fight the power that be. Fight the power.